Hello and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goddess. I wanted to talk to you today about a conversation I had with my teenage daughter because I think there's a lot to learn in business and in life in general by what what I affectionately refer to as the shit curtain. So bear with me. Um, I'm going to take you through this. I would love to know what you think of this and how you apply it to your life. So I was chatting to my daughter who is 13 and she's having a little bit of trouble with a friend group at the minute and I know that some things have been said from both sides and you know especially as teenagers I remember being so hot-headed and so defiant I had to have the last word and you know just navigating life as a teenager I remember just being so difficult. So when I was talking to my daughter she was saying things like well, there's no point because I know exactly what she's going to say or she said this, but actually she meant that. And, you know, jumping to conclusions, misunderstandings left, right and centre, especially in text messages, right? How many times have we had a text message or a post on social media and gone, oh, how do I take this? I think, especially with written text, it can be taken out of context. We haven't got the emotion. We haven't got the you know, the visual that we would see, we haven't got the tone of voice, but she had, had claimed to know exactly what this friend or this, this person was saying or what they were thinking or what they meant with their words. And really we don't know for sure. And as, you know, as adults, as well as teenagers, you know, we can make mistakes. We can say things out of turn, things we don't mean, things can be taken out of context things can be misunderstood, other people can be jumping to conclusions. Heck, I still jump to conclusions and have to check myself. What I was explaining to her was that we can never be certain unless we ask for clarification. We can never know unless we go, could you just explain that another way? Or what did you mean when you said this? Or this is what I thought, was I correct? And I refer to that to her as walking through the shit curtain. And a little caveat here, we do swear in our household um, in appropriate moments. And that may, you may not agree with that, that's fine, call it something else. But I said, you know, it's like walking through a curtain of shit, right? And yes, we giggled a little bit. And I said, it's messy, it's uncomfortable, you don't wanna get dirty and icky, you know, your pride is getting in the way and we're being vulnerable, right? And I said, just visualize that curtain of shit and watch yourself walk through it. It's not going to be nice. It's going to be gross. It's going to be icky. It's going to be uncomfortable, you know, but you're going to get through that curtain. And that curtain is, you know, through that curtain is where your friendship prepares, is where you've been vulnerable and you've admitted, yeah, you know, I said these things. I didn't mean them. I didn't get it right. Or, you know, asking, what did you mean when you said that? Or how can we move past that? And I know I'm coming from it right now as a, you know, a tit for tat conversation, a teenage conversation that's gone wrong. Um, But this happens in adulthood, in business, with friends, with family. And it's when many people don't say what actually needs to be said. They don't say what they're thinking or they don't ask for clarification or seek the truth from others if they've misunderstood. And this can lead to feelings of resentment, guilt, anger, mistrust, and doubt in yourself and in others. And it leads to continual second guessing. You know, are these people talking to me genuine? Are they telling me the truth? Can I trust them? 
you know, they say they like me, but do they really? Are they just saying that to be nice? Or, you know, um, they congratulate me at work, but are they secretly laughing at my efforts? Or they've given me feedback on an article I wrote, therefore they think I'm no good because clearly they needed to tell me what was wrong with my article. When perhaps they were just being constructive. Or, you know, a good one is, they told me they're busy and have rearranged our coffee date. They mustn't like me. And this used to be a narrative that I had in my head as well. If I had a friend whom we'd, you know, we'd organise a coffee date, we'd take our kids to soft play or whatever, and then they cancel last minute, I'd be like, oh, they've obviously got a problem with me. And while it does pay to listen to our gut and our intuition, it's unhealthy to be in this mindset with everyone we cross paths with, especially people who have given you no reason to question them. And I want to ask you a question. How many times have you missed out on something fantastic because these thoughts or similar thoughts have stopped you dead in your tracks? Stopped you from asking clarification? Stopped you from trusting in the process? Stopped you from trusting in your own abilities? I can imagine it's probably quite a few times. Or sometimes, you know, it's a, question, it's a case of second guessing what we said or did. I don't know, perhaps we offered our services to somebody who seemed really interested and then we haven't even had a reply. So we sit there and we wonder, have we priced it right? Did we come across too strong? Are we, you know, are they sick of us? Did they just say that to be nice? Or um, maybe you sent an email to a podcaster about being a guest on their podcast and they replied saying they aren't recording guest episodes at the minute. And that might spin stories of, oh, they're just trying to be polite, but really they think we're no good. I'm useless. Obviously they've picked somebody better who has more experience or more clients or more money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it is tiring, right? It's tiring having your guard up all the friggin' time and having that negative narrative filling you with all that doubt and all that second guessing and questioning and, you know, filling in the blanks that aren't there. You know, it, it's going to be showing up in your business. If you are relating to this, if you feel like, oh yeah, that's what my brain does too, it's going to be holding you back in business and keeping you stuck. I mean, how many times have you not posted something, right? Because you think it's going to upset somebody or you haven't replied back to, you know, a potential collaborator because you think it's going to leave you in the lurch and you've missed something and they're like, like scheming and sleazy. Or maybe you've hesitated to ask for the sale because you don't believe the potential client will pay what you're asking or you don't believe that you're good enough to serve that client. The shit curtain is the divider between your comfort zone where you put up and shut up, you second guess, you fill in the blanks and you are essentially just saying no to the chance to unlock your true potential. Go through that shit curtain and you end up in the growth zone. I promise you it's worth it. In that growth zone, you're saying yes to more opportunities. You're choosing to trust people. You're asking, hey, could you just rephrase that? Or what did you mean by that? Or I just want to make sure I've got this right before you're jumping to conclusions and that self-doubt kicks in. And if you are seriously interested in navigating your way through that shit curtain and into your growth zone, I have space right now for you to work with me one-to-one. -one. As you level up, move through that uncomfortable shit, that is definitely holding you back in one way or another and unlock your potential to be the person you are meant to be. If you wanna know more about that, it's super easy. Two choices, you can book a quick call with the link that's in the show notes 
Um, or you can email me at coach at sarahjoycehindle.com and we will send you some more information about what packages are available and how we can help you. And then next week, we are going to be talking about how important it is to keep a sense of balance over summer. This is of special interest to any folk who have school-aged children because we're going to be heading into the UK summer holiday shortly. And to be honest, a couple of years ago, it was the thing I dreaded most. I dreaded trying to balance my work, trying to keep the money coming in, trying not to burn out, whilst trying not to ignore my kids and the guilt I felt for spending too long with my kids or too long with my business. And yeah, from about mid-June, I would just feel overwhelmed and stressed. And yeah, I don't feel like that anymore because I've got balance, I've got routine, I've got a good mindset and a really, really great way of balancing everything, which I'm going to share with you next week. So I will speak then.